Hey everyone, welcome to the Green Scene Podcast. I'm Jeremy Safran. TGSP is the top global cannabis podcast. Everyone has questions and we'll cover the stories that matter and showcase the guests who make a difference. This week on the show, we look at driving under the influence of cannabis. In Canada, where legalization is almost underway, the federal government has released a draft of its planned drug concentration levels, but hey, they even admit that they aren't quite sure how much too much cannabis is. And even the Canadian Senate has hit a roadblock. There isn't an accurate roadside test out there to see how much THC a driver has consumed. People are starting to push back. Already there are courts in six states which no longer accept the testimony of these drug recognition experts because they believe they're unreliable. Here in Canada, Mad Canada, they've come out to say this system we believe to be cumbersome, expensive, and it won't lead to actual court convictions. There's nothing to support setting a numerical concentration of cannabis in somebody's body that would allow us to predict that they are impaired. We had Dr. Ian Mitchell on the show a few episodes back. Now, he's a Canadian-based ER doctor, you may remember, who knows quite a bit about THC and the effects behind the wheel. So I think we're going to be moving away from breathalyzers. I hope that we'll have passed that point and moving on to better technology. Ian told us about a smartphone app called Druid. It stands for Driving Under the Influence of Drugs. We call up the creator of the app, Mike Milburn, to talk about how he believes his app should be at the forefront of this debate. Last month, we spoke with Dr. Ian Miller about driving under the influence of cannabis. Now, he made some interesting comparisons to alcohol and essentially said that we shouldn't be driving under the influence of anything. But according to a recent study out of France, it was found that alcohol had a 65% increased risk of accident. So we know that alcohol is out there and we have a very good idea of what alcohol does to people. The more alcohol you take in your body, the more impaired you are. And it's very simple. And that's why we can rely on breathalyzer tests right. to say, well, look, if you've got this amount of alcohol, you are too impaired to drive. And we tolerate a lower level of impairment, but we draw the line at 0.05 or 0.08, depending where you are in Canada, and saying, look, that's it. We don't allow impairment beyond that area. The problem with cannabis is it's not so straightforward. We don't have the science to say that a blood level correlates with impairment. Now, Dr. Ian Miller did say that there are some scare tactics going on out there that we should also be aware of. So a recent study out of France uh, looked at the issue of driving uh, with alcohol compared to cannabis. Okay. And what they found was that there was a 65% increase wow. in the risk of accident with cannabis. And that sounds pretty bad, but we're talking about really small risks to begin with. Right. You know, when you go out, your risk of being in the accident is only 1,000, 1 in 10,000. But even though that sounds bad, the comparison with alcohol, the increased risk was 1,600%. Your increased risk is 1.6 with cannabis, but 17. So it actually is 25 times worse as far as impairing than cannabis. Dr. Miller says that one of the issues is that the amount of THC in your blood doesn't necessarily correlate to impairment. Right now, they've, they're still looking at breathalyzer technology, and this is going to fail miserably. It's never going to stand yeah. up to any court scrutiny, because what we know very clearly is that the level of, of THC in your blood doesn't correlate with impairment. Hmm. So you're never going to be able to square that with the courts, and it unfairly fairly penalizes people who might be chronic medical users and will always have a blood level right. that would preclude them from driving. Right. So really, we need to move into tests that don't test for blood levels, but test for impairment. Okay. And that's really the critical difference. So 
That's what the drug recognition experts do when they get out and have people uh, walk the line and touch their nose, that kind of thing. But that's super expensive and intensive and there's not that many experts around. So we need to move to that next level with technology to find an app, to find, uh, you know, there's a university in America that's looking at some kind of helmet device that would read your brain waves and measure impairment. But we need to move beyond blood levels. So what does Dr. Ian Miller hope to see down the line? Well, he says we should be using more technology and really move away from the breathalyzer type tests. So I think we're gonna be moving away from breathalyzers. I hope that we'll have passed that point and moving on to better technology. Um, there's an app called Druid, uh, which people can download on their cell phone or their iPhone. It's a field sobriety test in an app. Basically, it, it gets you to do some balancing tests and move the device around. Wow. And based on that, it, can, it can't tell you that it, you're safe to drive, right. but it can tell you that you're unsafe to drive. Yeah. And so even that is going to be helpful for people, and that's applicable for alcohol and cannabis. So what is Druid? Now, it stands for Under the Influence of Drugs, and Michael Milburn is the one who created it, and it's an app that has a lot of people already using it. It's designed specifically to measure symptoms of cannabis intoxication. Things like slow reaction time and misperception of time past. Mike Milburn has been a professor of psychology at the University of Massachusetts for over 40 years, and he told us how he got started with this idea. really started back uh, two years ago, when the governor of Massachusetts, uh, Charlie Baker, the Democratic uh, Attorney General Mara Healey and the Democratic Mayor of Boston, Marty Walsh, wrote an op-ed piece in the Boston Globe saying, vote no on question four, which was the, the upcoming ballot initiative to uh, legalize uh, cannabis, uh, adult use cannabis in uh, Massachusetts. And they... Their, their op-ed piece was really one of the most dishonest set of arguments I have seen, uh, cherry-picking uh, evidence from uh, biased sources, misinterpreting the results of other studies. Um, uh, you know, as, as, a, as a professor who has taught research methods for 40 years, you know, I would have given that about a, a D. <clears throat> so I wrote a letter in response, uh, which the Boston Globe published, and in addition to my letter, they published a letter from uh, Dr. Lester Grinspoon, who you, the name you may know, he wrote a book in the 1970s called Marijuana Reconsidered, mm -hmm. which uh, he was a uh, professor at the Harvard Medical School. And he um, basically said there, you know, went through the history and the pharmacology and everything and said, basically, there's no reason that this should be illegal. Um, and then... Um, uh, so I, I, I saw that he lived in my town. So I uh, contacted him and went over and had lunch with him, and we had a great lunch, and he had great stories of how he got into all this. Uh, and then uh, just as the lunch was ending, he, he was standing up, and I said, oh, you know, and I've, I've thought of a, a way to uh, measure impairment from cannabis because, you know, I spent my career with a background in research methods, measurement, and statistics. So uh, I... I was pretty sure I could I could figure out how to do that, and he gave me great encouragement. He said, "Yes, you should do that because that's a major argument against legalization." And uh, I said, "Well, okay, I will." And then I, you know, I uh, after round found a, a, a programmer that my colleague uh, recommended and and designed the app and uh, got it uh, developed and into the the app store in about uh, three or four months and. It then finally got the um, 
Android version done uh, last November. Milburn created the app using specific tests designed to make sure that you have the major skills important for driving. The app first started as a five-minute test, but they've adapted it to a two-minute test with greater accuracy. So let's get into how it works. So there are four tasks, and they're uh, derived from a really close examination uh, and identification of the major skills that are important for driving that get impaired by uh, alcohol and cannabis and opioids and so on. Uh, so, um, uh, and in, in addition, I should add, in three of the four tasks include divided attention tasks. So requiring the user to do uh, uh, two things at once, which is, you, you can see how important that is for driving. You know, you're, you're looking mm -hmm. down the road, you're looking at the speedometer, you're yelling at the kids in the back seat and so on. So, uh, so the uh, like the, the first task uh, uh, has individuals uh, in different shapes. A circle or a square flashes on the screen, and the the user has to touch the screen in different places depending upon which shape it is. Um, hmm. the, 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 so they have to make a, a discrimination, a judgment, and then a, a motor task. Uh, so measuring reaction time and errors and so on. Uh, second task they. Uh, estimate the passage of 30 seconds while they are touching the screen on either the right or left side when uh, circles flash. So again, we're moving reaction time, but they're also having to run this clock in their head. Uh, thirdly, uh, a circle appears on the screen and they have to start moving around and they have to track it with their finger uh, while they are counting the squares that flash on the screen. So again, a divided attention task. And then the uh, uh, the fourth task uh, I used from the standard field sobriety test, the single leg stand, which is uh, important because something like, you know, a third to a half of the neurons in the brain are in the cerebellum with mm -hmm. control boots. And so when that's impaired, you know that there's pretty, you know, kind of system-wide impairment. And, and so, so then, we, you know, we did you know, a couple hundred different measurements that we get over those two minutes and then... Uh, we statistically, uh, our algorithm integrates all those measurements into a single impairment score. Mike says the Druid can be used for all sorts of impairment, and responsible drug users should be using it as a test before getting behind the wheel. Uh, you know, important point to, to, to make is that uh, Druid is not cannabis-specific, yeah. so it's measuring impairment broadly. So, so anything that, you know, if your reaction time is slowed, you know, because, you know, alcohol and, and cannabis, for example, operate on the brain differently. And some people will raise this as an argument. But the mm -hmm. point is, both of them will slow your reaction time. And so whatever slows your, it doesn't really matter what is slowing your reaction time, you have slowed reaction time. And that is, by its nature, going to potentially increase the chance of, of an accident. So... Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, it, you know, so, so cannabis or alcohol or the combination of cannabis and, and alcohol uh, has, been has, uh, has been identified as a, uh, a particular source of impairment. If, if, if a user combines both alcohol and cannabis, there's much greater impairment than either one of those substances create on their own. 
uh, product, I see this as a tool that uh, users, uh, uh, people who want to be responsible drug users can use to assess their own level of impairment. They can ask the, the driver of the car they're in, hey, can you do druid? You know, you've had a joint and a couple of beers. Let's just, you know, make sure we're all safe. It's about, about safety. So is this the future? Will a law enforcement officer be bringing out an iPad soon to test your ability to get behind the wheel? Michael Milburn thinks it is. Oh, I believe uh, ultimately it, it's going to have to. The, the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration acknowledges that blood tests for THC level do not uh, predict impairment. They have no basis in science and mm -hmm. should, should be discarded, or, you know, totally. Um, you know, saliva tests can potentially uh, 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 indicate recent use, but for, you know, for most of the products out there, you know, there's a lot of false positives, and they don't test, they don't actually measure impairment. You know, there's a lot of research that indicates that people develop tolerance from, uh, you know, really, really frequent use of cannabis, so that they're not impaired the same way some, some novice user who, you know, goes to Colorado for some cannabis tourism can end up in the emergency room because they don't know what they're doing uh, yeah. and, and overindulge. So uh, ultimately, and I, I've actually been collaborating with a, a chemist at Washington State University, uh, Brian Clowers, who is uh, developing a saliva assay device that uh, looks to be really much more accurate than, than any other tool out there. And so I, I think a combination of such a saliva assay device plus um, uh, a measure of impairment can together be a, a, a very good screening tool to help, uh, you know, keep the road safe. I mean, I'm very much pro-legalization of adult-use cannabis as well as medical, but I'm, I'm anti uh, impaired driving. In fact, in places like Washington and Colorado, where cannabis is legal among adult use, traffic fatality rates have actually been going down. Uh, Colorado and Washington have traffic fatality rates below the national average, and they've consistently been below the national average since adult use cannabis was legalized in those states. So. Uh, you know, I think there's a lot of, you know, hysteria, you know, based on 100 years of propaganda about, about cannabis. And I think more and more researchers are, you know, looking at this more closely. Um, so, um, so, and I'm, I'm hoping Druid can be a tool that, because it's certainly able to be too impaired uh, uh, by cannabis to drive. I've certainly experienced that. Um, mm -hmm. And and have used Druid, uh, you know, in my decision making. Um, and I'm just hoping, um, you know, everyone can do that. Now, a huge thank you to Michael Milburn and Dr. Ian Miller for coming on TGSP this week. A fascinating, fascinating story. I'd have to tell you, I've downloaded Druid, and you can too. The technology blooming out in this industry is phenomenal. The strides that are being made today are only the beginning. Thanks again for listening to us, and make sure you go and like our Facebook page. Follow us on Twitter for all the things cannabis, and we'll see you next week. Thanks for joining us on TGSP this week. We hope you like the show. Don't forget to go to our website, www.thegreenscenepodcast.com, subscribe to us, and rate our podcast. We'll catch you next week.